All right, so you know, you've heard from the previous discussion we've had um, with uh, Professor uh, Mashuru uh, Chief Ullara about, you know, so, so he's a medical man, but, but there's a classic example up front about how innovation um, and disruption in that space gets people to just rethink what is like considered the such a normal, obvious thing that you can't think beyond that forever. And it's like, hold it, let's think differently. And therefore that 3D print for the middle ear and that's, a, that's one sort of innovation. But the fact is there's, there's innovation happening every day and there's a need for innovation every day. And, you know, we chatted about this the other day about the need of, for what we call social innovation, innovation that impacts on society and changes it and it should change it for the better. So let's get another take on just broader issues around innovation with Dr. Isaiah Engelbrecht, who's, uh, first of all, the head of innovation at the, at the city of Chwane, but is also a broader innovation expert and he's part of a movement around innovation which sounds absolutely fantastic so thanks for thanks for coming in and thanks for joining us um thank you uh ashraf for inviting me uh perhaps just one correction yeah. the doctorate is in the making so soon i've got so a doctor okay so to be to be one of the days my apologies for that right Le- so let's just talk very quickly about what you do at the city of chuan in terms of innovation what is it you do i i, I remember about a year or two ago that your city uh, probably pioneered the, the acceptance of free Wi-Fi, if I'm not mistaken, and that's stuck in my mind. Is that what you're doing, and what else? Look, um, as you said, um, I actually, for me, the innovation movement is, is a lot bigger than the city of Tuani. So specific in the city of Tuani, my role is really to mobilize innovation, and by that I mean we've seen one example now with Prof. Cifolare. The question that one can ask is, why don't we have 10? Absolutely. Where are the bottlenecks in the system? So that's the kind of work that I'm doing, broadly speaking. And in the city as well is how do we have systemic innovation so that uh, we see more and more of these results? I think in your previous interview, you asked the question, why can't South Africans solve their own problems? Mm -hmm. Or Africa, in fact, in terms of Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and I've seen being in this space for over the well over 10 years, there's no shortage of ideas and there's certainly no shortage of challenges. So why is it not happening? So the kind of work that I keep myself busy with is actually to set up the system so that more ideas flow into value. All right. So, so okay. So the, the broader discussion is the innovation movement. So who is the innovation movement? Look, the innovation movement consists of quite a few areas. If I can explain it this way, where... In order for innovation to happen, and, and let's use Prof. Chifolaro mm-hmm. because I think he set the scene. Absolutely. He used the word saying that uh, this was his brainchild. Mm. First point, how many people do you know that have ideas and they have this brainchild but never give birth to it? Now he's given birth to it. Fortunately, he's a prof, so it was easy for him to access a patient. Mm-hmm. Quite often, people with ideas don't have the platform to test ideas. Absolutely. One of the roles in the city is... I'm saying that the city should serve as a platform. So we should open up our doors where people can come and test their solutions. Easier said than done, but it will go a long way to help entrepreneurs scale their businesses. Now, you have the idea, you have the platform to test it, you need funding. Mm -hmm. If you speak to Prof, as a professor himself, it's very difficult to get funding. He used personal funding to actually fund the project until now to a large extent. How much more the guy on the street, Ashraf? 
that has this idea but can't source the funding. The contrast of that is, I know for a fact, if you look at TIA, DTI, DST, all over the place, there's billions available for innovation funding. So where's the disconnect? That's the system that we need to develop. And then with that process said, you now have the funding, you've piloted this, but somehow you need recognition. And what you've been doing today, mm. I mean, is a form of recognition Absolutely. and mobilizing this movement. So when I speak about the movement, I'm saying, I believe that there's millions of ideas to solve our problems. With the electricity crisis, we hear it on the radio mm. everywhere. Mm. But why is it not translating into implementation? Because people find it difficult to navigate. So somewhere, somehow, a group of people have to set up the structure, infrastructure for innovation, for ideas to flow into value. To summarize that, um, and, and I don't have the ratio actually, but if a million people have ideas and it translates into five and profits one, why should it be like that? Should it be a million four hundred ideas? So that's the innovation movement. Um, so with that, there's platforms but not launched yet around Ideas for Africa. There's one that I call 54millionideas.com. Okay. And the reason I haven't launched it is you cannot collect all these ideas without having the full system of how it will flow into value. So we're still building the rest of it. Okay. But, but I mean, all these ideas that are coming through to you, they, they're not necessarily your ideas, right? No, no, no. You, you're providing, you're providing this, this incubator effectively. Yes. That, that's very important to understand, even in the city, because you asked me. I see myself as a facilitator. Mm -hmm. And quite often, people, when you say you drive or add innovation, people expect you to come up with ideas. And this is very important. What we're doing and what I'm doing is actually to facilitate that. So you have an idea and a million other people build a platform of how that idea will navigate the system and flow into value. At this stage, people find it very difficult to navigate the innovation ecosystem for various reasons. Um, and we and many others are working on that. All right. So just some examples of that, then of, of what, what has happened at, at, the, at the city of Chuane, just so that we can understand how, when there's some structure there, how things change. Look, for example, if you look at any city or any municipality, um, quite often, when you understand the national innovation system, national, provincial, local government is not that engaged in that system at the moment, but that's being revisited because that's actually where the rubber hits the tar. There's service delivery issues in terms of waste, water, electricity, you name it. So when I say putting structure to this is building the structure where even employees of a city as well as citizens of a city can actually participate with a municipality and co-create solutions. Mm, yeah. Whereas if there's a breakdown in service delivery at the moment, what customers can do is only complain. I'm saying instead of complaining, identify a challenge. And if you come up with a solution, be that change that you want to see. One example, and uh, we're not launching it yet in the city, but we're launching an app called eGovernment. That will allow for citizen participation with the office of the speaker, and that will take place in April. And at some point in the future, hopefully a platform like that would allow people actually to actually come through with ideas um, that will actually solve problems. But in order for us to do this, we need to have the systems in place, actually, um, that will make sure those ideas don't become stuck somewhere. Because when someone, you have to remember, Ashraf, if someone releases the idea, 
for them it's the best idea ever. Mm-hmm. So so you have to look after it and make sure that it goes somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now now quick one when you say innovation what does innovation mean? For me look if you google now you'll get millions of hits <laughs> for that. So innovative answers. Yes. Yeah. So the country doesn't even have a position on that as well. We've just published SABS standards on innovation management, which is cool, which will serve as standards of how we guide innovation. In there, there's no consensus on innovation. How I define it, it's simply the process of turning knowledge, which is ideas, into value. So, so it must turn into value. It must turn into value. Um, another way to look at it is, I'm saying if you look at the difference between invention and innovation, invention has to do with money in knowledge out. Therefore, we actually invest a lot of research, funding, etc., and we get an invention. That's knowledge. But I think where as a country we're lacking is to turn that knowledge into money. So where knowledge goes in, money comes out. Prof's uh, breakthrough um, solution now. It's valuable knowledge, yeah. but the next step is to turn that knowledge into money. So his brainchild now needs to be nurtured, turned into a business, and then scaled so that people can actually get Absolutely. jobs because of the so, solution. So when we find about some other you know, famous surgeons around the world, yes. they need to be coming here, and, and it will help the country. Absolutely. That, that's then, so let's go back then to your, to your movement. You're talking about this movement. That's, so is it called the innovation movement? Um, or is that a loose it, name? It's, it's loose at the moment, yes. Okay. But, but you are suggesting that you want to give it structure, right? So, I mean, because the fact is, are we short of people thinking innovatively? Or do we have many who are... Because I'm thinking of two things. The first step is like the professor we had who dared to dream to think innovation. And if I'm not thinking innovation, how do you get someone like me in the first instant to think innovation to some of the problems that I see in my life or in my day-to-day surroundings. Then the next step would be, how do you concretize it and how do you nurture it, isn't it? Absolutely. You see, Ashraf, I, I certainly don't think there's a shortage of people that think innovatively or creatively. Um, on a daily basis, I'm confronted with various ideas and solutions and awesome solutions. One of the things we need to solve is we need to understand our different roles in the innovation space. Not everyone is good at coming up with an idea. Some people are better at commenting on ideas. Some people are better at creating platforms um, where ideas can be discussed. Mm -hmm. Some people are simply good to say, come and test your idea in this place. And others can actually help you start, make a business from your idea. So because those roles are not well defined, when we speak innovation, we generally recognize the people that come up with ideas and when they get to the point where it's implemented, they are celebrated. Absolutely. Yet, you need to give recognize to a full ecosystem that contributed through the journey okay. of their idea. And lastly, eco is not tech, right? No, no, it's not. It eco. could well be, but it's not exclusively that. When I say ecosystem. No, so when we, when we talk about innovation, people think innovation no, is no, tech No, 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 it's not tech Absolutely. at all. Is, give me a website address or a number, <clears throat> an email address I can direct people to. Um, at this stage, um, those websites I gave you is not launched yet. Um, I have a personal email address if well, someone might fine. be interested. Yeah. So that will be Isaiah Engel at iCloud.com. Uh, okay, Isaiah Engel at iCloud.co.z. Are you on social media? Uh, yes. Okay, you'll find him there. Check it out with me. I will certainly connect you if you're stuck. Thank you for your time. Soon to be Dr. Isaiah Engelbrecht, an innovation expert and certainly one of the drivers around, I like this name, the innovation movement. Let's get to the paper.